Hello and welcome back to Energy Scan Podcast, your weekly access to timely analysis and data on energy markets from top experts at NG Global Energy Management and Sales. This program is dedicated to exploring the weekly macroeconomic trends as well as focusing on the oil markets. We will be interviewing Olivier Gasnier, Senior Economist at NG Gems for Macroeconomic, Foreign Exchange and Oil Market Research. Hello, Olivier. The week ahead is crucial with U.S. inflation and ECB meeting. Fed and Bank of England meetings are scheduled for the following week. How are the markets feeling ahead of these deadlines? Hello, Nathalie. The markets are really cautious. From time to time, they get carried away and consider that the inflationary inflationary uh, threat has disappeared, that the Fed can stop raising rates and that it has succeeded in uh, steering the US economy to a soft landing. This is exactly what happened just after the latest uh, US job report. And then the markets look at things more calmly and have to agree that uh, doubt remains. What exactly do you mean by that? Well, I don't think we can say today that uh, the Fed's rate hike is over. It seems almost certain that the Fed will pause in September, regardless of the uh, August inflation figures to be published this week. But the implied probability of a hike in November or even December has risen to a level close to 50%. Particularly after the rebound in the ISM services index and the fourth consecutive fall in jobless claims. Major activity indicators will be released this week, helping to refine the US GDP growth forecast for Q3. But for the time being, the Atlanta Fed is still estimating growth of 5.6% on a quarterly annualized basis, which is very, very strong. However, not all the economic figures are pointing in the same direction, which explains why there is still a great deal of uncertainty surrounding the Fed's monetary policy. Will the same uncertainty surround future ECB decisions? Yes, in a way, because the implied probability of an ECB rate hike uh, this week remains fairly high as uh, at uh, 38% given the accumulation of uh, poor activity figures, raising fears of a recession in the Eurozone and the fall in core inflation in August. To me, it's hard to understand why the probability of a final ECB rate hike before the end of the year remains above 70%, so very high level. If the ECB does not raise rates uh, this week, there is little chance that it will have the opportunity to do so later. Look, uh, GDP growth in Q2 has been revised from plus 0.3% to plus 0.1% quarter on quarter. And that means that since Q4 22, activity has been stagnating and the negative signals continue to accumulate to suggest that it will now contract. The impact of the monetary tightening that began in uh, July 22 is already brutal on the distribution of uh, credit, enough at least to cause a pause and probably to stop uh, rates from rising. The economic situation in the Eurozone is not exactly rosy, nor is China's, is it? In general, no. Uh, The post-COVID recovery has fallen well short of expectations. That said, the Chinese statistics published last week were less bad than expected. 
point trade contracted less. Inflation returned to marginal positive territory. Uh, that means plus 0.1% instead of minus 0.3% in July. And credit rebounded as well in August. We have already talked about the week ahead with regard to the ECB meeting. The other event is US inflation. Indeed. As I said before, I don't think this will stop the Fed from uh, pausing next week, but these figures are crucial in the run-up to a possible resumption of uh, rate hikes in November. And it's complicated because total inflation is expected to rise from 3.2 to 3.6%, but core inflation to fall from 47 to 4.3%. We will also have the August retail sales and industrial output data, which will give us a good idea of uh, Q3 GDP growth. Would you like to say something else? In the run-up to uh, the Bank of England next meeting, a number of indicators will also be released on the UK economy. Expectations of a rate hike could change if these indicators confirm the slowdown in activity and if the ECB pauses. Nor should we forget the series of indicators on activity in China in August, that is to say uh, retail sales, industrial production, investment and so on. How is the oil market faring with these hopes of a halt to rate rises on the one hand, but which are linked to the fact that the economy is slowing or even contracting in the eurozone on the other hand? Oil prices continue to rise. Crude oil prices rose by uh, $2 per barrel over the week, with uh, Brent settling above $90 per barrel. What's the reason for this? The continuing cuts in production? Exactly, and it's all the more surprising because it was widely anticipated. Saudi Arabia announced that it would keep its production unchanged until the end of the year at 9 million barrels per day, as it has done uh, since July, so 1 million barrels per day below the June level. And Russia accompanied this announcement with a similar decision. Its production will also be cut by 300k barrels per day until December. And as a result, the global supply deficit anticipated for uh, the oil market in Q3, probably in excess of 2 million barrels per day, this is huge, is likely to remain substantial in Q4, even if demand weakens. And so oil stocks continue to fall. Of course, and this can be seen week after week in the figures from the U.S. Department of Energy. U.S. crude oil inventories fell by a further 6.3 million barrels last week, bringing the decline over the past four weeks to uh, 29 million barrels. And gasoline stocks also fell by 2.7 million barrels. Will this have an impact on retail prices? In the US, pump uh, prices are approaching $4 per gallon, a level that has not uh, been seen since August 22. And clearly, with just over a year to go before the next presidential election, the trend in fuel prices will become a key issue. 
but the uh, US administration no longer has the weapon of the strategic uh, reserves from uh, which it has already largely drawn uh, to halt the rise in prices since end 2021 on which are at their lowest level for uh, more than 20 years. Good. I think we are done for this week. Thank you, Olivier, and see you soon. See you soon, Nathalie. Thank you, Olivier and Nathalie, for these clear insights. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. See you all next week for your weekly Energy Scan podcast. Stay up to date about energy market trends in no time, build market views with top quality data, and interact with experts to support your decision-making. Visit energyscan.ng.com to learn more.